welcome back to another episode of the 1% Life Podcast. I'm your host, Coach JT. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and is solely a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, fitness, or nutrition therapy. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problem or illness without consulting your own medical practitioner. As always, results of any kind will vary based on each person's unique circumstances, capacity, and work ethic. Take a few minutes if you can and just people watch with me. Just look around at people. Or when you go out the next time, do it. What do you see? Normal? Average people? Everybody looks about the same? Nothing really stands out? You know what I see? I see that we're more sick, depressed, fat, unhealthy, and diseased than we have ever been before. And it's normal. It's average. It's expected. Heck, it's even glorified. You can find people that glorify it now, that obesity and poor health is beautiful. No, it's not. Beauty and obesity and poor health and stress and depression and medication are not synonymous. They don't go together. You can be beautiful and sick and fat. But if you aren't stressed and depressed and taking meds and have a gut, then people think something's wrong with you. You're the one that stands out. Every time my mom goes to the doctor, she gets given the third degree because she doesn't take medication. She's in her mid-70s. And they're shocked. What do you mean you don't take any medications? You've got to take something. Are you prescribed something and you don't take it? No, I don't have any prescriptions. I don't take anything. I don't need to take anything. And so the search begins every time. They read her blood work and they search and they search and they search for something they can medicate. Even as a preventative, they've tried to put her on preventative blood pressure medication before, just in case. And we're this way in spite of the fact that we've got instant access to all the information that we need with regards to nutrition and medicine and ergogenic aids. We've got thousands of doctors and athletes and nutrition enthusiasts and people like me saying the same exact thing that I am. We've got decades worth of proof, right, that shows how we got here, what's doing it to us. And why we keep getting worse. We're getting worse because everything is faster, easier, done for you, shortcut this, corner cut that. So instead of doing what we need to do, the real work, the hard way, we're looking for the easy way, the quick fix. What's quick and easy? What's painless? What can I pay for and just have happen tomorrow? What kind of surgery can I get? What kind of pill can I take? What kind of shot can I take? And while we're on this perpetual search for the quick, easy way, the most pain-free solution, our freaking life declines rapidly, especially as we get older. We continue to become more sedentary, more immobile, more sick, more fat, more medicated, more depressed. Go online and compare what we look like now to what we look like in the 50s and 60s. Just go, on, just go online and Google it and pull it up and look at a crowd of people. Look for gym class Youth and like uh, high school and middle school and grade school, go look at what they looked like. They looked like little gymnasts. Athletes. They were thin. They were fit. It was normal. Look at what parents looked like. Look at diabetes rates, obesity rates, rates of medication. It's insane. But doctors will tell you we're living longer. You know, things must be better because our lifespan has improved. 
Why do you think that is? Why do you think we're living longer? It's not because we're less stressed. It's not because we're healthier. It's not because we're more fit. It's not because we're freaking less medicated. It's because medications are keeping us alive longer in spite of how crappy we treat ourselves. It's like a slow, painful, medicated, sedentary death. It's almost like being on life support while you're conscious. I'm not going to live that way. I refuse to live that way. And the older I get, the more important this becomes to me. That's why I talk about it more than anything else now. Being fit and looking great is awesome. I love it. I think it has a lot to do with self-esteem and your life and, and opportunities and relationships and all kinds of different things. But health and longevity goes hand in hand with it. 9% of U.S. adults were classified as obese in 1950. 9%. And the classification for obesity was different than it is now. And then in 2012, it was 35%. In 2022, over 50%. 2023, 55 to 60%. See the trend? And I'm not talking about just numbers that population has increased, but percentage-wise of those numbers. And it's not just obesity. It's health. Testosterone levels in men have plummeted. Diabetes and prediabetes is 35% of the population. Look at those numbers, how they've increased since the 80s even. 95% of all diabetes is type 2, self-induced. And now we're talking about type 3, which is Alzheimer's. 25 to 30% of the United States has arthritis and joint disease issues. Inflammation, diet, sedentary lifestyle, not picking up any heavy weights. 40% of Americans have digestive disorders, gut issues. They eat, they get bloated, they feel like crap, they can't digest food well, they have constipation, they have diarrhea. 70 to 80% of the American population has one or more chronic inflammatory issues. And then 15 to 20% has five or more. The worst part of all this is it keeps getting so much worse year after year after year, right underneath our nose. So what's the reason? Number one, I think it's the poison we consume. Processed foods, garbage foods, cheap foods, fast food, medications, over-the-counter BS, tons of sugar, refined carbohydrates, and then you got herbicides and pesticides and fungicides and glyphosates and all the crap that we add to the food too, which by the way is going to be on your plants and your carbs, not your meats and your fats. And then the second thing is our mentality. Quick fix. It's our lifestyle. Everything we do now is, is quicker and easier and faster and cheaper. You can sit on your butt and do whatever you want. You can sit on your butt and you can order food. You can call somebody to come pick you up and take you somewhere. The average person sits down like 14 hours a day. You lay down and sleep at night. You get up, you move around a little bit in the morning, get in your car, drive to work, sit at your desk all day long. Walk to your car, sit in your car, drive home, walk to the house, sit on the couch, get back to bed. Even if you go to the gym for one or two hours a day, do the math on how much activity that really is. Most people are very sedentary. I started working with a lady recently who went to the doctor a few years ago. She wanted to drop 70 pounds. She was trying to control type 2 diabetes and some gut issues and some inflammation and some high blood pressure. She gets there, she's anxious, she's nervous, contemplating leaving. Finally, the nurse gets her, takes her back, asks her a couple basic questions, gets her blood pressure, gets her weight, you know, the normal deal. 
Takes her into the room, shuts the door, says, doctor will be with you in a few. A few minutes later, the doctor comes in, starts taking some notes, turns his back to her, typing on the computer, asking her some generic questions. You know, why are you here? Is this right? Any history of this? Hardly even looked up at her. And in less than five minutes, he prescribed her HCG shots, McB12 shots, a Fentramine prescription, a bucket full of supplements that he sells at the office, and then advised her to, quote, cut back on her smoking and stop drinking so much. Not stop, just cut back a little bit. Maybe you shouldn't smoke a pack a day. Yeah, just cut back a little. How much are you drinking? A bottle of wine a night. Maybe you should just do like half or or even three-fourths would be better. Oh, and here's the best part. He told her you can only eat 500 calories a day while we do this. When she asked what to eat, anything you want, just, just keep it at 500 calories. Doesn't matter, just 500 calories or less. Just look at the back of the package, add it up, and as long as you're under 500 calories, you're good to go. So what do you think she did? What happened after she left? She followed his advice. He's the doctor. He's got to know best. He's got to have my best interest at heart, right? And guess what? She dropped weight. But why did she drop weight? What kind of weight did she drop? At what cost did she lose weight? Was it the best solution? Was it the only solution? Did anybody discuss options with her? Did anybody ask her opinion? Was it healthy? Was it dangerous? She was told it was fine. Right? Surely the doctor is not going to do something that hurts her, do something that's not in her best interest. Right? No. It's extremely freaking unhealthy. It's dangerous. It's stupid. It's ill-advised. It's short-lived. Never turns out okay. But here's the real problem. An actual solution would have made the doctor 200 bucks for an office visit and taken three times the freaking effort. Actual interaction. Some work with her mentally. Talking about her nutrition. Probably referring her to somebody else that understood nutrition. But instead, he made $1,100 on supplements day one. 700 bucks a month over the next eight months for office visits. $200 a month ongoing for magic potions and BS, even crappy B12 shots from Sinekabalaman. And then whatever money they made filling the Fentramine script that they gave her, they do that in-house. So add it all up. What, eight or $9,000 versus 200 bucks? What do you think they're going to do? They're not a nonprofit. And if you think they lose sleep at night because you aren't as healthy as you could be, you're lying to yourself. You're the only person that's ever going to care about that. So what's the real solution? The real solution would have been to freaking educate her in the first place. To have a conversation with her. Help her understand her health. Help her change her mentality. Nothing works without that. Teach her what foods to eat. Which ones to eliminate. How many calories she really needs to be healthy. How to lose weight safely. How often to eat. Why to eat. What matters, what doesn't. That's what would have given her the absolute best chance of long-term success. Nobody cares about that. Instead, 
her likelihood of relapse is over 95 freaking percent. But <laughs> she's a potential lifetime customer. It's recurring revenue. So let's fast forward two years when she comes to see me. Which, by the way, I had a conversation with her three or four years ago. And she didn't want to do it because it was too hard. The solution I offered was going to require her to change her lifestyle and change how she ate and begin going to the gym and adjust her schedule and prep foods and think too much. She just wanted the easy way, the quick fix. So where's she at now? Currently, she's 26 pounds heavier than she was at her heaviest when she went to see them in the first place. She has added thyroid issues and thyroid medications, chronic fatigue, depression, fluid retention that she takes a medication for, and worse, type 2 diabetes. Overall, she's fatter, she's sicker, she's depressed, and she's much worse off than she was before she went to see them in the first place. And it's been over two years. What do you think that does for her self-esteem? How do you think she feels about herself at this point? How would you feel? Another failure. Guess I'm just this way. It's the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. I've tried over and over and over again. If I go to the doctor and I spend $8,000 and they give me the solution, then they give me all these medications and shots and pills and follow-ups and all that, and I still can't do it, I guess there's no hope. So what choice does she have now? Number one, call herself a failure. Get blamed by the doctor. It's your fault. You need to come back and see me and start over again. Do it right this time. Spend another eight or $9,000. Like, hit the reset switch. Or, she can realize she was taken advantage of and do it the right way. Do it the hard way. Do it the only way. Anybody that's fit and healthy and happy and is where you want to be, ask them how they did it. I'm not going to tell you they took Ozempic shots. There is no easy way, guys. There is no quick fix. There never has been. There never will be. It's a multi-billion dollar industry deceiving people that there is a quick fix. And people keep looking for it. Keep believing it. Keep taking drops. And keep taking shots. And keep taking over-the-counter medications and pills and potions and powders. I mean, how many fat loss miracles have we seen over the last 30 years? I've been doing this for three decades. Thousands. I could probably sit down and just write them all day long. The HCG diet that she did is super restrictive. It just restricts the heck out of your eating, jacks up your hormone, causes nutrient deficiency problems, thyroid problems, and in her case, chronic fatigue, depression, fluid retention, worse type 2 diabetes. You got people that do weight loss surgery. What does that do? That restricts your eating. Doesn't do anything else. Horrible long-term health issues. I've never seen anybody that's done it that's been successful and happy long-term. And you got stupid stuff like Cool Sculpt or her Fentramine script, over-the-counter weight loss supplements that kill your appetite, that are a freaking scam, Ozempic. Wait until we see the result of that in the next couple years. Restricts your eating, jacks up your hormones, increases thyroid cancer risk. We're seeing stomach paralysis. Who knows what the long-term side effects of that is? If you go to the website and read, it'll scare the heck out of you, even on their website. None of this is new. Diet drugs like Obitrol and stuff like that were in the 50s and 60s. You remember Fen Fen and Redux? Anybody old enough to remember that? Was it in the 90s? 
Quaaludes, Metabolife, Dexatrim, Rainbow Pills, Gastric Surgery, Liposuction, thousands and thousands of over-the-counter pills you can go buy to this day. Go Google Fat Loss Supplements. You'd be blown away. You don't even know where to start. They all claim to be the cure. This is the fat loss miracle. Take this and your stomach just goes away. You'd think we would stop believing that BS, but people still buy it. They all come with health problems or heart problems or cancer risk or mental disorders or eating disorders or jacked up hormones, muscle loss. Ultimately, they all come with failure. Unless you make the other big changes, nothing's going to work. And 99.99% of the time, the other changes are what gets you the change anyway. It's not the supplement you're taking. I started taking drops and I lost weight. Well, you also started working out and you also cut out the alcohol and you also stopped eating carbs and you also monitored your macros and you also started doing cardio, right? That's the reason you're changing. Even just cutting out the garbage makes a difference. Look at people that use Ozempic to lose weight as an example. 75% of what they lose is muscle mass. 75%. What do you think you look like once you lose 75% of your weight is muscle mass? Still got all that body fat on your frame. It's what I like to call skinny fat. And it comes with a laundry list of health problems. For what? Maybe I won't eat as much food and I can't. I feel sick if I do. The solution to weight loss is not to stop eating. Weight loss surgery, same thing. 70% of what you lose is muscle mass. Go look at somebody that's had weight loss surgery and, and physically look at their frame and their body once they've lost the weight. They look very unhealthy. I've got some friends that have done it. Some people that are close to me. Comes with malnutrition. Nutrition absorption issues later in life. Fatigue. Micronutrient deficiencies. And they're both just temporary fixes. You can always put the weight back on. You can always get more unhealthy. And chances are you're going to fight to stay healthy long term when you do it. But ultimately you're just going to gain it all back. Unless you make the permanent changes. I see people online all the time that sell weight loss drops and pills and powders and drinks that are sick, fat, unhealthy, uneducated, consistently gaining weight and losing weight, flip-flopping back and forth. And they're promoting the same kind of garbage to other people that are in the same exact boat that they're in. You would think that somebody would be sympathetic or empathetic towards the people that they're taking advantage of, but they're not because they make a buck. In the end... Every single one of these people and every single one of these products prey on your emotions and your desire to lose fat rapidly and not have to put in the work. It's the easy way, the quick fix. Go look at all the marketing and advertising. It's all the quick fix, quick and easy, quick and easy, quick and easy. Miracle solution. Why don't athletes use them? Why don't I use them? How do I stay lean if I'm not taking fat burners? and Ozempic shots, and got weight loss surgery? How do all my clients do it? What about, what about bodybuilders, the apex of fat loss people? Right? I've worked with bodybuilders for a long time. We're talking about people get their body fat levels down to an extremely low level and maintain sometimes a considerable amount of lean muscle mass. Why wouldn't they use them? I know bodybuilders that'll take steroids, IGF-1, insulin, clenbuterol, HGH, all kinds of drugs. But they still have to eat right. They still have to do cardio. They still have to watch their macros and lift heavy and sacrifice and be consistent. They don't get to stop doing that. All the drugs in the world are not going to 
work at all unless the foundation is right, unless you're eating right, unless you're doing cardio, unless, again, you're doing the hard stuff. Even then, it's 10%. Go ask anybody that's lean or muscular or fit. Go to the gym and pick out somebody that's in really, really good shape and say, did you take Ozempic? Are you taking these new drops? Did you get weight loss surgery? You're muscular and lean and in great shape. How'd you do it? Their answer is going to be one you don't want to hear. Hard work. I don't eat junk food. I don't drink alcohol. I don't go out to eat. What makes you think that Ozempic or anything over the counter is going to work to cut body fat? One that your obese neighbor is selling you. Show me somebody that's using one of those products or using Ozempic or using weight loss drops to lose weight without making any other changes. And I'm going to show you somebody that's lazy, that's a shortcut taker, that doesn't want to work out, that doesn't want to eat clean, that doesn't want to change your lifestyle, that avoids themselves in the mirror. And it's not about the money. I know people that will spend tens of thousands of dollars on a quick fix. How much do you think weight loss surgery is? How much do you think a tummy tuck is? How much do you think an Ozempic clinic every single month is? I know people that are paying $1,000 a month for that. So let's talk about the real problem. Your mindset. There is no easy way. If you can't come to grips with that, you're going to always struggle. And it's not just with fat loss. It's everything else, right? There is no easy way. People don't want to put the work in. It's just like business. You know, I have an old client that loves multi-level marketing schemes. And it's like one after the next, after the next, after the next. Every freaking week, it seems like something new. I'm getting a, a DM about the next big thing. Hey, I want to talk to you about this. Hey, what do you think about this? It's always doing something new. And every time, it's the, it's the one. This is the life changer. I'm going to retire my family with this one. Three months later, something else comes out. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next. It wasn't quick enough. It wasn't fast enough. It didn't pay off quick enough. Maybe if they'd have just stuck with it long enough, she'd be in a completely different position. Maybe it would have worked. But it wasn't fast enough. It wasn't easy enough. It wasn't quick enough. The payoff wasn't fast enough. Same thing with health and fat loss. Quick fix to quick fix from diet to diet. Starting and stopping, starting and stopping. People fail because it takes so much more effort than they expect and they're not willing to put it in. They're hoping it's a quick fix. Had a guy approach me at the gym four or five years ago that came up to me and said, what do I need to do to look like you? I want to look like you. What I wanted to say is you should have started 20 years ago. But what I told him is it's going to take years. It's going to take a lot of hard work and then only maybe. That's the truth. Like I was going to say, take this, do this at 3 o'clock and eat this for 30 days and you pow, you'll be there. But I told him you can get some amazing results and you don't have to wait forever to see them. It's just progressive. You have to be patient. One workout's not going to do it. Right? Weeks, you can see results. Months, you see more results. Years, big results. But it's going to take great nutrition, and you're going to have to cut the alcohol out, you're going to have to miss holidays and have painful workouts, and there's going to be a lot of sacrifice and all the things that go with it. He literally said, F that. F that. That was his reply. Quote, I got a friend 
who said he can get me some steroids. What do you think about that instead? That's what he asked me. Screw the hard work. I'm not doing that. It's out of the question. But I got a friend that can get me some drugs. What are your thoughts on that? So there's no reason to even continue the conversation. It's one I've had dozens of times with people over the years. I'm not going to try to sell you on why doing stupid stuff is a bad idea. So what do you think the result was? You guys know. You know what I'm going to say. Over the years, he tried three to five different diets. He took steroids. Took growth hormone. He hired two trainers that I know of. Bought new workout programs. Took peptides. Got the best protein powder he could. Ordered supplements online. And now where's he at? He's in the same place he was four to five years ago. And now... He's asking me for help again. I told you so, idiot. Had he worked hard for the last four or five years, he would be light years ahead of where he was. Instead, he got worse searching for the quick fix. There's got to be an easier way, man. There's got to be an easier way. Surely, JT's lying to me and he's got some kind of magic fix he's just not telling me that he takes in the afternoons and he doesn't do any hard work. People think that because they add a couple things in or take a couple things away or they're going to take steroids or take some other kind of drugs or some kind of peptides that they get online that they're going to be lean, jacked, and fit in 45 days. It doesn't happen that way. I don't care what you take. I don't care how perfect you are with everything. It doesn't happen that way. People think they can go from sedentary, no exercise, horrible nutrition, no cardio, no strength, drinking freaking 12 ounces of water a day, three times the amount of soda, alcohol three to four days a week, high stress, etc., to doing cardio 30 minutes, three days a week, cutting out half the alcohol, one to two days of strength training, and you know they start meditating one day a week, so their mindset's totally different, and that they're doing enough. And then they wonder why nothing happens. They come to me and say, man, I'm doing everything right. It's been 30 days. I've been working out twice a week. I've only had six cheat meals this week, not 12. Must not be working for me. I must need to take more drugs. It may seem like a lot, but it's not. I know compared to what you were doing before, maybe it's a lot, but it's not a lot. Overall, it's not enough to elicit the change that you want, especially in 30 to 45 days. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the long game. Let me give you some examples of actual work versus expectations of work. It's usually five to ten times what people expect and five to ten times what people are willing to put in. Fat loss, for instance. People think if they work out three days a week, cut out the alcohol and walk the dog and say no to the donuts are going to be jacked in 30 days. It's more like 60 minutes of cardio five days a week, strength training five days a week, counting their macros, no junk food, no alcohol, proper types of food, consistency, discipline for years. Way off. I had a conversation with someone the other day about shoulder rehab. Right? Rehab for 45 minutes, one to two days a week. It's what they were doing. And 10 to 15 minutes at home. And 
it's been two or three weeks and they didn't know why it wasn't fixed. When my shoulders were messed up, I went to rehab twice a week. I did 60 minutes at home by myself six days a week. I separated the strength training from the flexibility and the mobility. I did red light therapy. I did cold therapy one to two hours a day for three to six months. They're bulletproof now, but man, I put the time in. Same thing with gaining muscle. I got guys and girls that think that they can gain muscle. It's been 30 days and I changed how I ate and I've been lifting heavy. Why am I not jacked? I think if they just eat whatever they want and lift heavy, take some steroids and they can party on the weekends, they can get away with it. They'll be jacked in three or four months. And the reality is they got to lift heavy. They got to track it. They got to be progressive. They got to take supplements and regulate hormones and eliminate junk food, monitor progress and cut out garbage and get good sleep and hydrate. And then depending on your goal, two years, four years, five years, 10 years. In my case, 25 years. Same thing with new businesses. I work an extra three hours a day and I, I skipped a bar on Friday night. I don't know why I'm not a millionaire in 30 days. What it takes to do that is 12 hours a day, six days a week, tens of thousands of dollars spent on coaches and education, no nights out, cut out your playtime, sacrifice galore, pain, failure, missed events, no friends, no fun activities, skipped vacations, failing, trying again, failing, trying again, starting over, constantly pushing, five to 10 years. No quick fixes there either. It's always so much more work than what you think it's going to be. So much more effort, so much more sacrifice, so much more change. And if you don't start out with that mindset, you're never going to make it. If you start out with the mindset of everything's going to change and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to reach my goal in 30 days or 60 days or even six months or even a year, you're always going to live disappointed. You're always going to be starting over. You're always going to be searching for the quick fix. And you're always going to be getting worse and worse and worse in the process. So I'm going to end with this. I'm going to give you some advice on how to break the cycle. Number one, stop looking for quick fixes. I don't care if we're talking about supplements or shots or surgeries or cool sculpt or drugs or multi-level marketing schemes or any kind of other crap. There's only one way to change. It's the hard way. All the quick fixes that you see, whether you're talking about business or supplementation or whatever, it's literally people's way of making money on the naive people that are just like them who want the quick fix, the easy way out. Or people that are just preying on people that they used to be. They put in 10 years worth of work and now they realize that the best market for them is naive, scared, quick fix people and they market to them and they take advantage of them. Number two, adjust your expectations. Adjust your perception of what it really takes. Be ready to settle in. You go on Instagram and see the destination all the time. You feel jealous because you're not there. How is that guy there at 25, 30 years old? Well, maybe he started when he was 12. Maybe his family gave him a billion dollars. You, you don't know the backstory. You don't know what these people have put in. More people should show the, the nasty journey. Number three, make a decision to change. Don't just buy programs or do something and make lists. Make a real decision. Stop what you're doing. Sit down. Shut the door. Turn off the lights. Spend some time with yourself and make a decision that no matter what, you're never going back. This is it. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what the obstacles are. 
I don't care who gets in my way. I don't care what the haters say. I don't care how many times I, quote, fail. And I'm going to enjoy it all along the way. And the next one is get serious. Be committed. Play the long game. Cut out all the pointless crap. You like to play fantasy football and you're spending five hours a week doing that? Don't complain that you ain't making more money. Don't complain that you're not fit. You want to be ripped, but you like to go home and and play freaking Call of Duty with people in some other country with your headphones on for five hours at night? Don't cry that you don't have a six-pack. If it doesn't benefit you in the three to four big areas of your life that you're trying to improve, cut it out. Next, stop expecting to reap what you don't sow. If you are not willing to put the work in, don't expect to get something that you didn't work for. It's either going to be really hard now and easy later, or it's going to be really easy and playful now and extremely hard later. My advice would be to do the hard work now and make the rest of your life easy. And the last one, stop quitting. Make the decision that you're never going to quit again. If it's truly important to you, you'll be willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. If you're not, then it's not that important to you. And if it's not, then just decide that it's not and move on and play your fantasy football and your call of duty and stop caring about it. But you can't have both. There's never, ever, ever going to be a quick fix that's easy and painless, ever. The hard way is the only way. I'm out. For more content, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. See you.